0: Hello, and welcome to the Clutch Shift Gas Podcast, where we drive through life one gear at a time.
1: We're your hosts, Wyatt and Sam.
0: In this podcast, we'll discuss our thoughts on self-esteem and emotional stability while working on our dreams.
1: Put your seatbelts on and get ready to go, because we're taking a road trip throughout the mind and soul. Follow us as we talk about moves you can make to better yourself every day.
0: All right, bro. Whenever you're ready. Well, here's my quest- My last only question uh, in today's episode. Should I say Sam and why or should I just say why and I discuss?
1: Yeah, you can run it that way. That's okay. 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 Yeah, since you're saying that, I'll, I'll change that up real quick for you, just so you don't stumble over yourself. I got
0: you. Yeah, there's a no comma. Dale said he's excited to see where this goes, by the way.
1: Hell yes. Bro, I'd be excited to have Dale on for sure.
0: Yeah. He's busy right now because he's up reapplying back to colleges and stuff. But
1: oh for real? That's dope. Be,
0: yeah, he said he'd be more than willing to hop on.
1: Sweet, man. Sweet. I'd be but, really excited to have him on.
0: Yeah. But all right. I am let me know when I'm good to go.
1: You're good to go whenever you're ready to rock, man. We're just gonna roll right into it.
0: Okay. Do you wanna give me a three, two, one like last time or what? What should we do?
1: All right, CSU podcast episode one and three, two, one.
0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Clutch Shift Gas podcast. Today's episode, Wyatt and I discuss the ins and outs of life as young adults still living at home. Oops,
1: so it's all right, because I'm, I'm going to have to cut the hell out of this freaking video. There's no way around it.
0: <laughs> um, You're good.
1: You know, it is what it is. Uh, all right, let's, let's go ahead. Let's tell the people a little bit about us, you know. Uh, so yeah. How old are you, Sam? No.
0: Well, um, I'm 20, turning 21 at the end of March. Um, what do I currently do? Um, well, I, I just sit at home and lounge all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty much it. Hey, that's I do. life, man. Everybody wish they could do that sometimes.
0: Um, I, I attended college for about a year and a half and then withdrew because I wasn't doing so hot. Mental health was a little bit on the flip side. So, that was kind of a factor too so i decided instead i'm pursuing a career with the military and what is it applied i think march march 31st of last year and i'm still not at boot camp yet but that's okay, what we make it for. there
1: one day you'll make it there one day one day uh but um, where'd, where'd you grow up you know what kind of kid were you
0: montoursville pennsylvania a little small old montoursville pennsylvania home a little league baseball well that was Williamsport but that's another story and what kind of kid was I? I mean, I had a small group of friends, but it was always, for me, quality over quantity. That's just my way, my outlook at life. Better have a better quality and group of friends than a whole big group of friends. And then they all treat you like crap. So,
1: Yeah, that's for sure, man. For sure.
0: Um, as for what I did for fun, honestly, I I played video games a lot. I still do to this day. I'm not ashamed of it like sorry that's what i like um
1: (laughs) hey man everybody likes to play them games sometimes
0: yeah um honestly i remember when i was little once i I think i forget what birthday it was but i since i love star wars i had like a whole mass of friends over and we had just one big lightsaber duel all in my backyard, and everybody brought their own lightsaber and everything, and it was dude, the most fun. <laughs>
1: that was probably awesome. Did you <laughs> oh, see? My. What they, actually, they actually made a lightsaber. I don't remember uh, where exactly. Oh, the yeah, the Hacksmith.
0: The guy, yeah, the, Hacksmith the, the guy in Canada. I watch him on the regular. It I was like exactly three feet
1: long, dude. It just like yeah. pressed the button and it extended up out of this handle. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm like, okay, where can I buy one? Where can I invest yeah, in one? Where can I buy one
1: of these? <laughs> At Elon Musk selling flamethrowers. <laughs> that aren't actually flamethrowers but hey shh, Not gonna talk about that. Yep. i mean hey dude i mean at five hundred dollars a piece you sell twenty thousand of them that's 10 million bucks yeah, so exactly <laughs> man's thinking man's thinking outside the box but,
0: but we also did that what was it had nerf wars occasionally because i was a big nerf oh, kid yeah. when i grew up i oh, love nerf, nerf wars. wars for the
1: shit dude i love nerf wars
0: yep, yep, yep.
1: what kind of stuff was expected you by your parents
0: well i mean do good surround yourself with good people don't let negativity rule you out really i guess in a sense
1: did you did you have like chores and stuff growing up or
0: oh yeah definitely since i have my old man my putty cat here with me yeah Yeah. gotta take care of the kitty yeah gotta take care of the kitty but yeah chores clean litter box like just simple house stuff but like it's expected just 'Cause you're living there, you're living at home and like yes, I still have chores to this day. Like I may be living at home, I may be twenty years old, but you're still expected to do stuff like I can't just live here scotch free.
1: Yeah, hundred so, percent, man. You can't you know, you can't
0: You can't be a moocher of yeah. in a sense, I guess is the way to put it.
1: Yeah, for sure. You can't be a mooch and you gotta put out what's given back, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Every
1: life's equal. Yep. All right, man. Well, uh I'm gonna go ahead and run it down a little bit about me.
0: Okay. Um
1: I'm 20, year, 20 years old. I am currently a stay-at-home college student. The, uh, I go to Blue Ridge Community and Technical College in Martinsburg, West Virginia, where I'm currently studying welding. Um, you know, like I said, I grew up here in Romney, it's yep. a small town in West Virginia. Um,
0: How mad would you be if I just broke out singing West Virginia by John Denver right now?
1: I would probably start singing with you. i mean bro it's not a question question asked i'd probably start singing with you john denver was the goat
0: should we should we give our audience also backstory that we knew each other at college because we both went to lynchburg in virginia Uh,
1: so like hey guys (laughs) i met (laughs) hi i met sam i met sam at lynchburg college uh lynchburg was the first university that i ever went to it was a private university located in lynchburg virginia uh, I went there and Sam was one of the first people that I ever met. He was friends with yep. my roommate and he gave us a ride to Walmart. And yep. that I, was uh, yeah. one of the greatest friendships ever and I'm so grateful for it. And Same.
0: Ever since I knew why I could drive stick, I was like, okay, this I know this man. I, I like this man. He's a car guy. He knows how to drive stick. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, for sure oh you drive a clutch okay
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, it, it,
1: okay. it started conversation it was good you know and like that was something that i'm glad that we found you know a familiarization uh, familiarization with like we were both yeah. we were very we were into it we talked about it a lot and it, it, you know kept us close and yep. you know, i enjoyed that a lot but um as far as what i did for fun as a kid you know, we play outside a lot, you know, we were inside and I mean, I played some video games, but for the most part, I was outside a lot. I worked a lot. I okay. had a lot, you know, my parents expected a lot of me, the, uh, but not in a bad way. They didn't expect it out of me because like, not because they didn't want to do things, but like they expected a lot out of me because they knew that I was better. And that like, if they would put pressure on me, then I would, like become something better so they put the pressure on me for like the first years of my life and it was it was hardcore and I don't regret any of it though like every single second of it it was great you know that's
0: like what I was gonna say too because like I felt like kind of on pressure too because I've been raised to with a sense like my dad was in take for instance my dad he was in the marines for 24 years he's a marine of 24 years that discipline he instilled that in me all these years so that all rubbed off on me to teach me and make me and mold me how I am today at this current point in time.
1: Yeah, man, that's for sure. Like my dad, he was, he was only in the army for like three years. Uh, that was like before I was ever even born, but, um, it instilled a lot of discipline into him and it created a work ethic in him that rubbed off on me. And I'm real grateful for that for sure. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Alright, Sam. So where do you believe your self-esteem comes from?
0: That's tough because I've I I kind of have two answers for that. It's your both. So part of me wants to say your heart, but also your mind. They it they comes from both your heart and your mind conjoined and your soul, but like I, I consider your heart and mind your main reasons where your self-esteem comes from. So like your mind is a powerful thing, as you know, like make or break something, like make you happy, make you sad, make you angry, make you confused, like any emotion you can think of. But your self esteem, when it comes from your heart, in my eyes, is just because, say, for instance, for me with the military, and I'm doing all this waiting, but like, I have people who are like oh well are you sure you want to be waiting this long maybe you should just try to go back to college because you've been waiting since March of last year like it's been taking forever and I'm just like in my heart this is my passion this is what I want to do I can see myself doing this like I am fully determined that I will accomplish this no matter how long it takes so That's
1: awesome. how about you and, and like and real quick before I answer so like in that uh you know you, you sort of took like you took things more to heart rather than you know thinking them through which is cool i like that uh like whenever you say that, like self-esteem comes from the mind do you mean sort of like you know what i mean like it comes from deep thought it, it comes from analyzation of you know like your outer beings and like like the, presences outside of you like energies and stuff like that do you think it comes more from like stuff like that and like other people energy rubs off on you and that's where self-esteem comes from like from peers
0: i i guess in a sense yes i mean that's that's the way i could look at it too because i'll I'll be the first to admit it too i'm an overthinker i think about stuff way too much my mind is constantly racing even when i'm trying to sleep like i'm just thinking about like well what's going to happen this or where's this going or Blah blah blah, this that other thing. So, yes, I can see that in a sense. And some, I guess, actions that my f- friends do, per se, kind of rub off on me. And I guess that's in a sense what you were trying to get at with self-esteem coming from the mind. So, mm-hmm.
1: a little bit. Okay. Um. So, for me, uh, I-, I think self-esteem sort of like it's one of those things. It's a it's a deeper. It's a real deeper thought. You know, it is. It's something that comes from internal gratitude. You're, you're grateful for the things you have, grateful for the things you've done, you know, that mm-hmm. you've been gifted with. Uh, but yeah, like it, it also comes from like the heart and soul. It comes from being around people you enjoy being around, yeah. you know, putting yourself in situations that are going to return positively for you, well, that- even, even if they suck a little bit for the short term.
0: Well, yeah, that's exactly what my dad was saying. He's like, in the military, you'll find in your career, you'll have guys who are just sitting on their butts, who are just like, oh, I'm just here for the money, blah, 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 blah. Whereas you'll find others who are like, this is what I want to do. Like, here's what I want to be. Here's what I want to become. And my dad's like, surround yourself with people who want to do good. Don't surround yourself with the people who have the low work ethic and won't get anything done because then you won't get anything done. You'll just be a carbon copy of them surround yourself with people who want to do good who want to excel in life
1: you are what you eat you are what you eat man that's 100 percent. you know like definitely i think that um bro i don't know what the fuck we're just talking about (laughs) wow complete mind blank that's all right that's my brain right there um i'm sorry i entirely just got fucking lost what the fuck are you saying I'm gonna cut all this out because now
0: <laughs> who cares if you cut it out or
1: not? No, I, I don't give a shit out my comedic relief.
0: Exactly. It's comedic relief. Um, but we were just talking about like surrounding yourself with people who do good and like yeah, self-esteem yeah, from the mind. Duh,
1: I, I lost my train of thought, goodness. Um yeah, man, it is like I've heard some people say that you are like, you know, the, the most the five people that you hang around. So like who's your top five per friend list, you know, like, who do you hang yeah. out with and what, what type of person are they? You know, yeah. are, they, are they a happy person? Are they a sad person? Are they a negative person? Do they complain a lot? You know, like, what kind of stuff's going through their mind? Are they okay? And that's why you, I think you should need to be sure that, like, you surround yourself with positive people and people that yeah. have a, a good impact on you, of course.
0: Well, that's, like, yeah, like, kind of branches back to what I was saying with the military, too. My dad and I were talking, like, Strive to be the best version of yourself in the military and surround yourself with great people who want to excel as well, but also don't take the pack off. Don't take the pack off until it's the very end, till it's probably the very last day, whether you decide that you're retiring or you're just like trying to switch like careers or whatever. Don't take your pack off to the very end because only then can you reap and sow the rewards.
1: And it doesn't matter whether or not you have to drag along with the other four or five with you, right? Yeah yeah Yeah. like i think that you know keeping the pack on it's it's part of being a leader i think that keeping the pack on is part of you know it's it's proving your inner work ethic it's proving that you are there to lead it's proving you were there to show everybody else that you can do it and to inspire them and by never giving up then that's what's gonna you know it's gonna put the biggest impact on them
0: i completely agree with you
1: Okay, man. So that, that kind of runs right into our next question. What is your idea of success?
0: Honestly, it's funny you say that because I know if you ask this to other people, what's your idea of success? I, I guarantee you a hundred percent people are just going to say money, lots of money. That That's what I guarantee you people would say because they look at money and they're like, oh, I got lots of money. I can treat myself like I can spend it. This is success. I I disagree with them. Sorry, I do. I, I don't think money is success. Like, yes, you may have a lot of money and you say you're successful, but like, are you really happy with all that money when you could be doing something better and where your passion, where your heart is? Like, you know what I mean. Like, I'll put in perspective. If I go into the mi- military, I'll, like, yes, you make money during the military and all that, obviously, but I would I rather you're there be a server country. Fun? Yeah, my success is, I guess, that I was able to get in. I'm able to serve my country and fight for our freedom.
1: And, I, and I, one day you'll I have, have that job you dreamed about. Yeah, you know exactly that. That success, success is yeah. is reaping that benefit or yeah. like you know it, it's it's harvesting what you've yeah. you know you've sowed and tilled over the past year. Yeah.
0: Success isn't all monetary value to me. It's just following your passion and achieving that goal like say for me like for instance like if i got tactical aircraft maintenance in the air force because excuse me but that was one of my most possible jobs and i was like i wouldn't mind that because one i'd be working anywhere in the world where there's tactical aircraft but two like i i love working on stuff i'm a hands-on type of person i love building lego sets still i love working on cars and wrenching on cars so like my success is what if i took that, became really good at that, became the cream of the crop and slowly worked my way up. Imagine if I worked with the Thunderbirds in the Air Force and I worked on their planes, like just little things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think that success is sort of, it's, for me, it's happiness. It's always happiness. You know, do you wake up in the morning and do you smile when you wake up? Like, do you roll yep. over in bed and you're excited to do what you got to do? Like, this morning, bro, even though I was up till 4 a.m., like, I literally rolled out of bed at 8.51 and was like, oh, shit, I need to call Sam because we got a podcast <laughs> to fucking record. Like, I was ready to roll, man.
0: But That was me, too, because I woke up at, like, 8.45, 8.50. I'm like, how have I not gotten a text from Wyatt yet? Because he bro, said right? he going to text me at <laughs> 8. And I'm just like, what the hell is this dude? Like, what's happening? And then he yeah. texted me and you're just like, my B. I was like, bruh.
1: I, I was zonked. I was zonked. It's all right. Bro. I mean, like. Yeah you know, sleep's important. Sleep's definitely important. You know, that definitely has a, a positive. But like, benefit like you on... were
0: saying too, like success, like I woke up today, like you woke up today. Like I was just like, Hey, we're actually starting this podcast. This might be going places. Like this might be success. This, like, this is a new adventure, a new chapter in the story along with me in the military. It's just like a, not a side chapter, but just like a little blurb off to the side. Like, Oh, Hey, blah, 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 blah. So
1: this is the hustle, man. You know, we're putting in the work. We're spreading value. We're trying to get our names out there, but not only for our names, you know, like I don't I don't even care if people know my name. I don't care. Yeah. But I hope that people know my voice and what I bring to the table, and I hope well, that, that it has a positive impact on
0: them. Well, that's what I like about doing this podcast too, because like, like I said, when I withdrew from college, my mental health was just tanking low-key rapidly, and I just couldn't take it because I just guess my high school really – didn't prepare me for that. They said they did, but they really didn't prepare me for college. And I just felt like I wasn't ready. And everybody's like, well, are you going to go back to college? You dropped out of college. I was like, I'm only a handful of credits away from my associates right now. And plus with the air force, with the military, I can get hundred percent tuition assistance. So while I'm in, I can go back to college and achieve what I wanted to do while working in the military. And that to me, that, that's success. In my eyes. I don't know about you, but that's just success in my eyes. So
1: Yeah, bro, that's for sure. Um, I, I'd just like to share a little bit of my input on that, you know. So I sort of had the same situation. Of course, I dropped out my first semester there at Lynchburg and I hey. came home and you know, my parents were like, what the hell are you gonna do? And I didn't know, I was nineteen or actually eighteen at the time, you know. I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do. And I was working on my personal training certification at the time and I was like, man, I'm gonna be a, you know, I'm gonna be a personal trainer you know let's do this and over the next six months I worked and worked and worked and I got my certification well come the summertime that I got my certification of 2019 and I was ready to roll I found that I don't like to coach people um I got a cross-country coaching job uh here in the local community and uh it was during the fall of course but anyways like I like to work with kids don't get me wrong But I have an inner sense that for me, coaching is, it's harder because like I said, I have to, I have to lift all those people up and that's good, but I I still have to focus on like the things that I want to do. And I I can't build, I can build self-esteem in those kids, but I can't give it to them. So whenever they're down and struggling and they have one more rep to do, I can't make them do that one other rep. Only they can make themselves do that rep, you know?
0: So you are not them in a sense. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I I can't, I can't give somebody mental strength and, you know, stability and something like that. And I think that leads directly back into what you were saying about uh, how you said your high school didn't prepare you. I think that's oddly funny, because I'm in this, I was in the same shoes, you know, so uh, Hampshire High School is a high school that I went to here in Romney. It's a very small school, we have about 1100 kids. And my class was 263. I graduated 13th with a 4.33 GPA nerd it it didn't it didn't fucking matter i got to lynchburg i felt like the stupidest kid there yeah no i i
0: I feel that
1: like i felt that the only reason i'm saying this is because uh, the school prepared us you know the school did their job we didn't do our jobs
0: yeah i mean we didn't we didn't
1: prepare ourselves for college because you go to you go to college to study and get an education you know what I mean like that's the reason yeah. you go to college because you want to be a professional so you go you go to college and you want to have a certain career so you're going to sit down you're going to study for two three four five six seven eight years and you'll be a professional at the end of those at the end of that time you know yeah and I think that for us we weren't ready and we didn't we didn't notice that and I think that we listen to outside opinions a lot we listen to what other people say and you know we went to college because We thought it was the right thing to do
0: yeah well that was me too because like part of me I at my high school Montoursville like small class probably about maybe 170 or so give or take but like in my opinion they really didn't prepare us they said they did but they didn't train us about like the mental health aspect of college they didn't tell us about like like, oh like the workload or anything like they say oh it's a lot of work like you have to be prepared but like were we really though? Like when I went to Lynchburg within the first semester, I had a term paper. Did I ever write a term paper or a thesis in high school? (laughs) Nope. No, I never did. They said they did, but they never taught me. And I'm just like, you say you prepared us, but you really didn't. You failed to prepare us both mentally and like academically. Like,
1: Yeah. Unfortunately though, we can't blame the curriculum,
0: Yeah. you know, like, and that's,
1: that's why I think that public schooling is kind of going down the drain a little bit. I think that it's, it's going to get harder and harder for public schools to implement their strategy. You know, yeah. I, th- I think that it's going to find that a lot of kids don't want to go to school and they want to do the things that they enjoy. And that's where self-esteem in the whole world is going to be created. Well, I think
0: that's like, that was like me too. Cause when I originally decided I was going to Lynchburg, I was like, am I ready for this? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm ready. Like I can't wait, like meet new people and all that. And part of me yes obviously I do part of me Mrs. Lynchburg but at the same time I kind of wish in a sense maybe I should have taken a gap year before college so I could have just soul searched and found myself and found my purpose and what I wanted to do but at the same time if I took that gap year I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have met Dale I wouldn't have met Nolan I wouldn't have met anyone so precisely like,
1: you know and, and that's like, why I think that like like wishful thinking and hopeful thinking is a very it's a negative thought and like a lot of people are like I wish for this and I hope for that. And like, it's bad. I think in a, in a way Um, it's because it's like, it's regretful of the decision that you made, you know, have some Mm -hmm. conviction, just be like, yeah. Like, I mean, like not to put you on the spot, but like, you know, that's the way I think of everything. I think of everything as like, Oh, so like there might've been a negative outcome, but what did I get out of it? You know what I mean? So there's always an opportunity cost to something there's there's always that cost of like okay there's either this which i spend money on and i get something in return or there's this which i spend time on and i get knowledge in return or i get love in return or i get yep. you know whatever you get yep. there's opportunity cost both ways and mm-hmm. that that decision lays at your heart like that's at your core so i think that you know like wishing for things and being hopeful for things you gotta get that shit. Or
0: so, I guess. More so, like in the wise words, Kendrick Lamar, just being humble. Sit down and be humble, in a sense, for sure. You
1: know, be patient. Be patient.
0: Yeah, you know, the grind doesn't stop here. Like, everybody always wants to make it out. Like, oh, after college, like, that's when the grind stops and you can take your back off. But like I've said earlier, if you want to succeed, keep doing what you're doing. And it, grind stop, and man. Grind. it It never, never stops. stops. It never
1: stops. You know, like, success is earned. It's not handed out. Mm-hmm. And rent is due every day. I'll,
0: and you gotta on, earn the top, that shit. on the topic of success, I'll give you probably my favorite quote, but it's by Winston Churchill. And it's, success is not final, failure is not fatal, but it is the courage to continue that counts.
1: That's a bar. And, that's a bar, man.
0: And oh how true that is. Like, no matter how hard you try, keep going. If you're going through hell, keep going. That's another Winston Churchill quote. Just keep going. Push yourself. Even if you get exhausted and you get tired and you feel like you're down, keep going. You've got something to live for. You you can do it. Like,
1: yeah, that's funny. So like I'm really bad at names and stuff and remembering who sing songs but like i remember songs i can remember the lyrics and like if it popped on on the the radio i'd sit there and i'd sing it all day long yeah you know like obviously me being a little country boy growing up in west virginia i listened to a lot of rodney adkins and one of the songs i always listened to as a kid was if you're going through hell keep on moving don't slow down when you're scared don't show it don't show it you know put on your poker face put on your damn poker face bro like and keep your fucking head down and work that's the way that I, I think. I think about things, you know. Like, keep your head down and work. Put on your poker face, and go to work. You don't got to. You don't got to tell anybody about what you're doing. You don't like fuck their opinions, man. It doesn't matter what they do. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters is what you do, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It Like, people don't care about what you give they only care about what you build you know again, at
0: the end of the day you're your own person people aren't leading your life people aren't in your shoes you're at the
1: you're you're at, at the, the mercy of your own you know, mind
0: you're at the helm of your sails you're leading your ship through your own sea like in lame For man's sure.
1: Yeah, that, yeah hey, that, was, that was good i like that you yeah. know but definitely i think that you know it's, it's me versus me it is always you versus you every person pulls their own weight regardless, regardless, everybody pulls their own weight, man. In in my mind, like I I think of these, I have these crazy aspirations, like visions that one day there will be a utopia, you know, like everybody thinks of like the Jetsons and like like, the crazy shit where they have like a fucking ring planet, millions of light years away, whatever the hell that's (laughs) called. Um, Anyways, I see a world where people are connected People come together. As there a whole. Exactly. There aren't arguments. There aren't, you know, fights and conflictions over small, stupid things. Yep. I mean, I see the world as a happier place where everybody wakes up and walks outside. And it's like Smurfville. You know, everybody, yep. everybody has what they do. But yep. Papa Smurf runs the town. But Papa Smurf doesn't let bad shit happen to the town kick your little foot <laughs> like dude, that's just that's how it rose that's how i yep. think of thing man like it is 100 percent empathy happiness and patience all the way
0: mm-hmm. i completely agree with you
1: oh we're, we're about to get deep into it here sam okay
0: oh boy oh boy oh this is good dude
1: this is good this is like this is going to be way over 20 minutes but it's cool what were you doing one year ago today and has your behavior changed for the better worse or stayed the same
0: Hmm. Well, that is getting into it. I Exactly. So no lying out. here,
1: bro. No lying here. It's all on the spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, no capping, no capping. And beyond. Um, it's okay. I guess. What was I doing one year ago? Honestly, I'll be 100% honest. The same thing I'm doing right now. Just hitting on my butt. Either on my computer, on my phone, on my Xbox, on my PlayStation. But, like, why? Because... I didn't have any, I didn't have anything to do. Like I moved down here to Florida with my parents, but like, I barely knew anyone. I knew that I obviously like worked with in the past at a car dealership, but like, I couldn't hang out cause COVID hit the pandemic hit and that slowed everything down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like, I guess behavior, my behavior changed for the better. It's funny. Like you say that because, Oh, my parents like make fun of me occasionally. Cause they're like, Oh, we want you out of the house. But at the same time, like they love having me here. They love having me here, hanging out with them, like helping them out where need be. Like, it's fun being here. Like, yes, I feel like I've been here a while, which I have. I've been here almost a year and a half, two years, but I, I wake up and I'm just like, I, I love it here. Like it may be Florida, it's sunny, but I love that I get to be with my parents. Like, yes, I miss college. I miss seeing you and other friends and waking up and seeing those, but it, it'll just be like the military like I'll wake up and I'll be meeting new people I'll be uh, finding new experiences so on and so forth so
1: yeah man that's good that sort of leads me into the next question what are you looking forward to this year
0: military no, no ifs ands or buts about that the, just depending on when I even go I mean it'll hopefully be this fall but like like I was telling you like
1: to the um, mercy of the air force recruiters
0: yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I was expecting the job list to come at the end of January, like middle end of January. And now it won't supposedly come until later. And they said, oh, well, like, we don't know until maybe uh May, June or July or blah, 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 blah. So he might not be like Sam might not begin shipped out till the fall. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like I, right like there, I've told bro. you earlier, I started this pro- this process in pre-qual papers, March 31st, 2020. And it's February one, almost a year later. And I'm still not in Texas for boot camp. And I'm still not at technical school or training school.
1: And that's okay. Now, let me ask you this. How long can you hold your breath?
0: How long can I hold my breath? Like, and patience- I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean, yes,
1: I mean that in that way. You know, yeah. like, I believe in you. And I know you believe in yourself, but you know, the way you've been talking about it, it seems like this might be another six months. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I like, I, I'm not, I'm not questioning you at all.
0: You know? I, I don't, I, I, I have the patience. I was talking to Dale about this the other day. I was like, this is my passion. This is where my heart is. People are trying to sway me out of that. but I'm just like, Fuck them. you're not me. Like screw off. Like F off. You're not me. Like I won't give up. I know it's going to take a while to get there, but in the end, at the end of the day, I'll be there. And I'll I'll, I'll say another quote. I'm a quotey person. You know that. I like my quotes, but I'll give another quote from one of my um, old cross-country coaches in high school. But he said, when you wake up tomorrow, having given up will be far more painful than anything else you could have done. And that's very true as well. If you give up like while you're in this process, then it's just going to hurt and you're just going to regret it and pain. And you're just going to be like, why did I do that? Whereas if you follow it, stick with it and do what you want, you will achieve greatness. You will do good.
1: For sure, man. For sure. Um, Let's go ahead and let's see. Next question sort of got answered. uh, Where do you see yourself one year from today? Hopefully that's sort of entails with the, but go ahead and answer it. Go ahead and answer it. You know,
0: what are you gonna to say, yourself? Well, I mean, at this rate, if I'm not being, sh- I'll put things into a time perspective. If I'm being shipped out to Texas for boot camp until the fall, I'll be in boot camp probably fall, maybe winter, and then tech school, training school, maybe beginning of next year, maybe beginning of 2022, maybe sooner or later, who knows. But hopefully I can say around this time next year, maybe a year and six months, like 18 months or something, just maybe overseas. Like if I get my first duty station, I'm overseas. If I get tactical aircraft maintenance, like I said, I'd be pretty much anywhere. I wouldn't be stateside. I'd be anywhere the Air Force would need me and they have tactical aircraft. So that's fighter jets and stuff. So, and like I've told you in the past, I would love to be overseas. Like, you know me, I wanna meet new people. I wanna wanna travel. Yeah wanderlust as they put it
1: (laughs) yes sir yes sir i i was at home i was recuperating from losing my job at mako um yeah i i didn't i got fired (laughs) you know i I got fired over a parking spot which was awesome um and i'm really grateful for that to be honest so i found that i really enjoyed body work uh yep. because i built my truck you know it was fun mm-hmm. so i went and got a job at mako and they're not in, they're an in uh, automotive paint shop here local in the area but they're, they're a franchise so they're all over the uh,
0: nation i've heard of mako i know exactly
1: yeah yeah but you know they're kind of like the old shives like real cheap shoddy work <laughs> and it, it upset me because my first day i'm in there working on a guy's truck and he walks through the door and like normally in, customers and stuff weren't supposed to be back there but he was back there hey man how's it going hey brother how are you you know and he says this is my truck and i was like really i was like i I like it dude i was like i I was like i'm really glad to be working on it and he says it's been here for six months and i said what really and he says yeah dude he's like i asked him to fix the cab corners uh it's like the rocker panels and the door needed reskin. Man, it was some real slight work, but I'm I'm there doing the body work, and this guy walks over and he's like, and he's like, Man, this thing's been sitting here for a long time. Like, he's like, I'm just worried that it's not getting done and done right. And I was like, Brother, this is my first or second day. I was like, I'll ensure this thing gets done right because this is what I care about. Yeah, you know, I was like, I enjoy this job. And although I'm only getting paid X amount of dollars, I'm going to ensure this is done right to your satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Well, next thing you know, my boss comes running in the door and tries to shuffle this customer out of the shop. I understand this because customers weren't supposed to be in the shop. But at the same time, this customer was concerned about his property and my boss was not concerned about his property. And that's when I realized that my boss wasn't there for the customers. He was only there for himself. And the money exactly yeah selfish and, and, in a sense. and the next day i was working on a car i was stripping it down and he walks up to me and says hey you know so and so and why it go move your cars and he said just like that go move your cars and my obvious response is why you know it's nine o'clock in the morning we've been working for an hour why do I have to move my car now? Why didn't I just have to move my car to the beginning of the workday? Because that's my spot. And that's when I kind of, you know, I didn't lose it, but I was like, what do you mean? He says, my name's on the front of the building. And that's when I realized that my boss was selfish and he yeah. wasn't, he wasn't there for the work. And I kind of scoffed at him. And then he's like, well, if that's how you feel, then why don't you just go ahead and go on home? And All right, then I will go on home. And I did. I collected up my stuff and I went home. And I called them back a few days later. And I I apologized for my actions, which I don't regret apologizing. But I hope that what I said to my boss or my ex-boss, I hope that it had an impact on him a little bit and that he really learned the value of a dollar over like you know learns the value of a customer over the value of a dollar right. definitely yep but um yeah that's what i was doing a year ago um as far as my behavior i think my my behavior is definitely it's changed for the better um i'm far more productive i most no. def- i most definitely maybe not like sleep less but i I'm on a better sleep schedule. Uh, I I don't require 8, 10, 12 hours of sleep anymore.
0: That used Um, to be me. I'm I'm
1: pretty good with sleeping for six and seven hours, sometimes four and five, you know, and and I can wake up and I can go. And that's no problem. That was
0: me. Well, my parents constantly got mad at me because like, I would stay up till like one or two in the morning and then not wake up till like noon or whatever. (laughs) And I'm just like, this is just pointless. Like, I, I feel like I'm wasting away half my day. So I, but I was like,
1: important.
0: yeah, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to tweak my sleep schedule starting this new year. And I've been getting to bed around midnight and waking up at nine, nine thirty. And I'm just like some eight, eight and a half, nine hours, nine and a half hours, but I'm rested and I don't waste away exactly. the whole day. Just sleeping in bed. I wake up, I'm eating breakfast, I'm being productive. I'm talking on this podcast with you. Like just working out things like looking up stuff for the military like instead it. of just being like drooling in my bed
1: <laughs> yeah bro for sure <laughs> um you know, as far as what i'm looking forward to this year i definitely think that i'm looking forward to tomorrow i, I can't even say that what i'm looking forward to this year i mean i'm definitely looking forward to some big things because some big things are going to happen yep. that I- i'm kind of keeping on the deal and i can tell anybody about Shh, but
0: uh we're all making money moves in silent and people can try to take us off course but it's not
1: even about about money moves man like it's just i'm doing some things just in silence that nobody knows about and these days i'll pop out and they'll they'll see it you know but i'm not i'm not trying to flex or nothing like that it's just i know what i got going on um i'm looking forward to a lot more connection a lot more happiness
0: That's what Dale and I were talking about, too. We were were talking about how not just in the workforce or in jobs or in the military, but like with friendships and everything in between one of the most important things, communication and networking.
1: Yeah, man, that's for sure. You know, you got you got to have a network. If you don't Mm -hmm. have a network, you're nothing. Yeah. You know, you're just one person. You can't do anything by yourself. I mean, Mm -hmm. of course, of course you can. But there comes a point in time when you need to ask for help because the workload gets too fucking heavy like it's just like yeah you can do another rep you know what i mean but like it comes a point in time whenever they throw another fucking plate on you're gonna drop that shit yeah and that's when it's time you need those spotters you know what i mean you need those spotters you need help gotta rack that weight we gotta take that shit back off we gotta get a couple more reps out of four plates and then we'll get a one rep with five five plates in in a couple months you know what i mean it takes time life is like lifting weights and it's funny i'm sitting here fucking quoting gary v shit but man it is like obviously like being a personal trainer i understand that a little bit and like i i played baseball of course in high school so i understand the the athletic mindset i understand the hardcore competition mindset Mm -hmm. and um oh god i just completely lost train of thought i'm so sorry I'm really bad at this. <laughs> I'm really bad at this.
0: Listen, <laughs> this. listen. Roses are red, violets are blue. It don't always be like that, but, but sometimes, sometimes it, do. it do. It do. It do. That's good.
1: Um, damn it. But yeah, but, I, I have that. Uh, yeah, like shit. That's what I was saying. Goodness, life's like lifting weights. You know, with every with every rep, you get stronger, and that that weight gets a little bit lighter, and you're gonna be able to add more weight. And in time, if you want to be the best, you're gonna be the best. But you just gotta no. keep fucking working. It's gonna take a lot of time and a lot of effort, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and a lot of doing things you might not want to do because you're trying to save your your business or your customers, or you're trying to save something you've built. And you don't want to lose
0: that. Have I said enough quotes? Sorry, wrote, I like there's, there's, there's,
1: there's never enough quotes.
0: Um, here's another quote from my personal quote doc, but. It's from a video game, believe it or not, but it's, it's not about changing the world. It's about doing our best to leave the world the way it is. It's about respecting the will of others and believing in your own.
1: I like that. I like that. Yeah.
0: I thought it was a good one.
1: Yeah. You got to believe in yourself first. Always got to believe so. in yourself. And that sort of leads me right into the no, last question here. Where do you see yourself one year from today? For me, uh, I see myself, I'm not sure, you know, to be honest like it's funny because like people are like oh you need to know but like i don't know you know what i mean like you need like you set, you need to set goals of course but like goals are pointless unless they're acted on
0: yeah exactly like in my in my opinion set set goals that you know are attainable that you can accomplish but also set some that are unattainable but then at the same time you work yourself up so those slowly become attainable (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. There's this one thing I've heard. Um, I feel like Elon must said it, but uh, not to quote Elon again. But um, it said something about you put in like you're trying to make ten million dollars in five years. <laughs> now figure out how you would make that amount of money in one year. In one year? Or, or like it was something like stupid like that. But like it was figure out how to maximize that. You know, like set yourself <laughs> a goal. And OK, like that might be an outrageous goal, but how am I going to do that as fast as I possibly can? Exactly. And I think that's all part of maneuvering through life and staying one step ahead of the game. You know, whenever we play chess, you always yep. got to look ahead. you got to have things planned out. And whenever things don't go the way you were thinking at first, you know, you got to adjust.
0: Have a, if you don't have a plan B, I mean, if you don't have a plan A, make sure you have a plan B to Z. That's the way I look at it. If plan A doesn't work out, make sure you have a plan B. And if plan B doesn't work out, go to plan C and then go all the way to Z.
1: Run all the way through the alphabet. You yeah. Know? And eventually there's, there's going to come a point in time where maybe D is going to, it's going to work for you for a little while. So you're going to be A, B, C fucking sucked. And then D's great. And you run D for five, six, seven, eight years. And that strategy works great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it fucking sucks. So now you got to go to E. All right. Well, man, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. In one word, how do you describe yourself?
0: Um, <laughs> well, there are multiple words I can use to describe myself. One word. One word. Oh, my God.
1: Uh come on Sam. Come on, come on, Sam. uh, Listen,
0: listen, listen, listen. (laughs)
1: Listen, Linda listen, listen, Linda, listen, (laughs) listen, listen, (laughs)
0: Linda. (laughs) Um hmm, that's a great question. One word. Uh one word. One word, one word, one word, one word. I guess
1: any word. It can be an emotion, it can be a feeling, it can be it can be anything.
0: Yeah. I guess Here's my perspective. You'll probably agree. I'm gonna say either creative or imaginative. Okay, Wow. And, um, well, just because I think a lot, but at the same time, like I think like if I'm doing this, what'll be the outcome of this? And or like where will this get me? What will happen here? Blah 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 blah. You're in sense.
1: I, I, I get like that. You know, you're constantly think- asking them questions that to, you know, over time you're you're analyzing yourself.
0: Yeah, so, like hypothetical in a sense, I guess. Yeah,
1: you're keeping your, yourself creative, you know, by constantly switching it up. Because if, if you stick with the same old thing, then eventually you're just going to get stagnant. Mm-hmm. For sure. I like that. I like that. What about
0: you? Resilient. What are you? Resilient?
1: Yeah. You know, and if I had to like explain that, you know, a little bit, I think that I'm resilient because like not based off of what I've been through. I'd rather not use that as like a flex Cause I don't, I don't like that, like you know. Oh, I've been through the trenches and it fucking sucks. But I'm here now, like. But like that that is what it is, you know. Like,
0: yeah. You know, I mean, like, I guess I could say that I
1: was younger. I did not have the most growing up. You know, our family wasn't like really, really, really rich or nothing like that. Like, well, not, not even rich. I can't even say like that word. My family was not wealthy at all. We were poor as fuck, and it's just how it worked you know we had we had no choice it's Mm -hmm. i mean like i had no choice rather you know it was unfortunately that 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 was where my it was where my parents lied that was where my parents you know they were themselves but they were raising me and my sister and then my little brother came along yeah and then whenever he came along man things changed but that's okay because like you know things have to change but rem- it
0: reminds me. Go ahead. I was gonna say you're you're saying resilient, which kind of reminds me of a prompt I had at Lynchburg once. I think it was the year after you left, but it was, um, are you willing to accept change or reject it?
1: For sure. And it, you know, over time, like like we've moved one time, but like as far as like the, the stability of the family, like I don't even like to talk about this, but like the stability of the family was it was rough. It was really rough. But in time, you know, it mends, I, it I, heals I, itself. Exactly. I, you know, love mends everything. Yeah. You know, I love my parents so much. And like, I'm so grateful for what they've given me. You know, I already won the biggest lottery of them all. You know, I was born. You know, it's one fucking 400, yeah. 400 trillion to one or whatever the numbers are. I already won that lottery. So regardless of what happens today, tomorrow, or yesterday, I'm still grateful and I'm not gonna let that fuck with my energy.
0: Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with you. I'm just looking at another another quote, believe it or not, but if you want me to use it as a wrap up, I can. This is a poem, it's called Journey Ahead. It, it's from a PlayStation commercial, but I liked it a lot, it's one of my favorite poems. It says, wake up, wake up, the time has come for paths to be beat and treasures won and impossible tales to be sung of the heights that will scale and the depths that will plunge as we take on our foes together as one and uncover new worlds beyond the sun till we send our fears back where they came from. Wake up, wake up. The time has come.
1: Thank you guys for tuning into the clutch shift gas podcast. We really appreciate your audience and we appreciate all your loyalty to our podcast. Please tune in next time. You know, we look forward to having all of you guys on or now that's fucking stupid. Jesus. Oh, no. Yeah who cares and you know, I don't care but
0: but yeah thanks everyone um, so long farewell um, stay tuned buckle up put your seatbelts on as always um, and find us on Twitter and Instagram so easy yes sir be sure to find us on Twitter at CSG underscore underscore podcast and Instagram CSG underscore pod Hang on for the ride. We'll see you next time.